It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Love is the law wherever you are hearing this hump day edition of the Lori and Julia show. On your radio dial, on the web at mytalk1071.com, or on the MyTalk app. Welcome. Welcome. Cheers. Rocco, how are you doing with your burst of fame yesterday for your farm aid photos with uh, Eddie Van Halen? That was so fun. I didn't even, sometimes I get nervous to even look. I was afraid to look at the comments. Oh, people, nothing but love. What a cute kid and how fun and, you know, just like. What a great memory. Yeah. How lucky that he still has the photos. Exactly. It's so weird because I knew we were going to talk about John Bon Jovi yesterday. So I was like, hey, ladies, look at this picture. Of me from 1985, and then 10 minutes before the show starts, yeah, I'm like, Eddie dies, and I'm oh, like, right. you know what? On that same day, day right. I also met Eddie Van Halen. Yes, oh, no, people. that's a great thing to know from you, and I'm sure we'll go back. You're going to be able to draw from that well many more times, yes. hopefully. Um, you know, last week I think um, you guys talked about the the guy on a skateboard drinking cras- cranberry juice and listening to Fleetwood Mac's dreams and singing, yes. skateboarding, and went and it, viral. It was it made, just... It made dreams shoot up in the charts to, like, number seven or something. Uh, yeah, the song Dreams tripled in the three days after the video was posted. Um, and there was a, a 1,200% and people shazamming the song. Teens on TikTok increase. were going mm-hmm. crazy. And um, yeah, put Fleetwood Mac back on the charts. They haven't been there for a long time. And the dude, and that video was just like a whole vibe. He got a brand new truck, <gasps> Cranberry Red, and cases of Cranberry Spray Ocean Juice from Ocean Spray. So what you're telling me? He us, didn't have a car. Oh wow! He didn't have a car, and that's, that's so how he got cool. to work and stuff. That's and he a was great story. Yeah. So look, that's a great story. So Ocean Spray, they were like, you know, this is that. pretty great. So what was he on? Just your basic skateboard? Skateboard, and he just was so happy drinking his uh, juice wherever he was going and singing, singing along, along to and dreams. And you saw all the other people kind of doing a takeout. Did you see the yes. pumpkin head guy? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, so... Copying, the thing with TikTok, all right, that yeah. I learned from Brit last week, Brit, Brittany. Yes. Um, is that everybody copies what... If someone does something, then everybody right. just recreates it. That's right, right. What it, yes, yeah. I know that. Okay. Yeah. I, right, I was well, aware... people who aren't listening, who don't know, that's the whole thing with it, is everyone just keeps recreating... Right. That's why TikTok... Well, what does that mean? You know, TikTok, the same, the clock, TikTok, TikTok. Oh, you know, that's what that. I think of it as. Okay, that is so not what it is, but I love that. Well, that's what I thought of it when I realized everybody is doing the same thing. They're just 
TikTok. I mean, to me, it felt like a TikTok. Brittany, if you're Not listening, I know please it. call Lori. Please call him, Brittany. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I like it, though, Lori. I'll go with it. Uh, what else is going on? Let's see. Uh, Derek Chauvin was released. KCP had the scoop on that. Yep. He was released on, he posted 125,000 bail, 10% of his $1 million. So, you know, people are upset about that, but it is... If Wait, bail gets paid, that is that's how the law works. Yeah. So we're not going to fix that one. Um, in Paris, they are doing a lockdown, closed down for two weeks because the the Rona mm-hmm. is spreading like wildfire again because people maybe were getting same in Wisconsin. So yeah, it's yeah. well, it's kind of happening all over. Yeah. But yesterday, um, all the Paris bars and cafe and. The thing about France, I mean, it is the cafes and the bars. That's what you do. I mean, it's just so rolling down. No, not even outside. They're taking a two week. They're taking a two week break. Shut down. Let's regroup. Let's regroup. But here's what was happening last night until like one o'clock. Yeah. Here's the night before they're six or seven hours ahead of us. I don't know what it is in Paris. Um Nadal. Were they complaining about Emily in Paris? No, okay. no. I'm right. The tennis is going on. The oh, French the French Open, Open. A.K. Roland Garros is where they play it. And so that's been going on. And um, I was very worried about my Nadal. Um, he played, Did he th- hit another person or was that Djokovic? That was Djokovic. And he hit another linesman. It was an accident, Laurie. But did he get thrown out like no, the last no, time? No, no, okay. it, no. This time it was like part of the game play. It was part of the Got game it. play. Got yes. it. Okay. He wasn't. Yes. So, um, but this, some of the young kids uh, that were unseated coming into the French Open are just kicking butt. Oh, good. How kicking fun. But um, Any and, hot cuties? Well, no, I was really upset that my, uh, who I'm calling a combination of the new Roger Federer and um, Rafi, Dominic team. He won the U.S. Open. He's uh, oh, good yeah. looking. Oh, yeah. He has good tableside manners on the court. Uh-huh. He doesn't vent, but and he grunts a little, not too much, but yeah. he's lovely. But he got knocked out yesterday by this little oh. kid, Schwartzman. Oh, really? And um, What's and, his name? Um, Dominic team. He's just hot. But do you ever follow tennis, Racco? I feel like my brother has bit. alerted me to this oh, guy. Yeah. So here's Team Sissy Pass, who's the cutest Greek kid who's so Oh, yeah, I know who Dominic is. He's Very lovely. Cute. Lovely. So 27. I'm, I want my good-looking guys to continue to keep it okay, interesting. Okay, good. So, but anyway, he's the Schwartzman's playing Rafi tomorrow, and that's going to be kind of hard, I think. So we'll see. We'll yeah. see. It's fun. It's just... Diego Schwartzman. Yeah, Diego Schwartzman. What a great name. He's yeah. from Argentina. Yes, he is. He's kind of cute, too. Mm. He's not bad to look at. Mm. He's five seven. He's a short tennis yes, player. Yes, he he's amazing though. But I just I like the other ones better. Yeah. Well, yeah. isn't Nadal going to um, cream him? I no. This kid just beat Nadal last month in Rome. So anyway, oh, he did. Mm-hmm. But Nadal never loses at the French Open, does he? We'll see. Not really. We'll see. Everybody. You he, know. He's won it two thousand five, six, seven, eight, ten, okay. eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen. That's how many French Opens Nadal has won. Except. These younger, I don't know. He missed 2009, but otherwise he's had like a, you know, that's You can watch that if you want. Yeah. But that's been kind of fun. And how about the women? Is there anything exciting happening? I don't want to ruin it for people, but there's an American gal who has no personality who's marching forward. Yeah. She's... 
What do you mean? You no know, tennis personality? No pet personality afterwards in the press thing? You don't like that she's blah on the court? She's mechanical? What is your tennis complaint? <laughs> I don't know. Okay. All of those things. All those things. Yeah. No great outfit. No nothing. Nothing, nothing great outfits. No great outfits. And then there's just this young um, Polish gal that is 19 that I wouldn't be surprised if she wins the whole thing. Unseated. I mean, really amazing. So just wow. unknowns are really doing well. Good. It's been kind of fun. Good. That's been fun. You know, Nadal's only been married for a year. I know he married, but he was it was his girlfriend forever. He's wearing, let me just tell you how cute he, the outfit is that he's wearing. Because he's wearing light blue short shorts. Nadal, when he first started, we used to see him in the pantalones, you know, the man capri. Right. He used to wear the very long, and the tennis shirts have gotten way shorter, but Nadal wears a very lovely. Oh, I'm looking at him oh, in the blue. How gorgeous does he look? Uh, that shows off his tan and his muscles and quite nicely. And he has very solid legs. I mean, he's very. really just... Right. Oh, my God. Imagine being in a scissor spoon with him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Squeeze me tighter, Rafi. day after all. It is. All right. Uh-huh. Listen, when we come back, it's our sto- stories. We've got two of them we can't get enough of. Sunshine day. Oh, my gosh. That's my sign language. We learned this at Highland Park Sign Language. I can see clearly now. I can see clearly now the rain is gone. Oh, my God. What a a great song. It was a great song. And what a good song. I'm trying to do my sign language. Let's see it again. Well, Julia's doing it. We have to have the music, though. I can see clearly now. You're pointing at your eyes. That's the clearly. You're seeing. I'm not. We're not going to do this now. But here's the one that I remember. Bright. Bright, your hand just does a bright, bright, bright thing, like flicking, you're flicking thing, mm-hmm. and then you do a circle, yeah. and that's the sun. Fine. And day is like you move your arm yeah. up and down, like the elevator thing would move. I see a Instagram video in your future. I know. Yeah, I, right. We just didn't have time to do it yet. We today. we didn't do it today, but yeah, we learned. Um, you know, just like three or four hours after Eddie Van Halen's passing away yesterday, Johnny Nash, singer of I Can See Clearly Now, um, had died at the age of 80 and um that was a number one hit in 1972 i can see clearly now now donnie would know all kinds of stuff about this song because he's a dj uh from this era but um he that is such a great song and a lot of people kind of thought he was jamaican but he's a houston native but he was the first non-jamaican to go to kingston jamaica and record music and the story is that um, he helped launch his friend uh, Bob Marley, Bunny Whaler, and Peter Tosh. He helped them with their publishing and recording contracts. And then, of course, um, you know, that was the peak of his song success, which I can see clearly right. now. But he, it did become a hit again in 1993 when Jimmy Cliff recorded it for the soundtrack of the movie Cool Runnings. If you and guys that remember was about that, the snow is snow bob or bobsled. Bob Jamaican bobsled. I do like a snow bob. The snow like bob. A you have a beautiful snow bob. Yeah, he did have a song. Um, <laughs> like he did have a song. Like going back to 1958, he had a song called "Hold Me Tight" and a very special love. But he's he was known um, uh, for you know the launching of Bob. Marley, Marley and Bob Marley covered that song, and a lot of people have covered. Um, I can see clearly now, but that is a great it song. It is a great song. I'm going to re- uh, up 
refresh my sign language skills and perform it later. Yeah, the follow-up single to I Can See Clearly was a cover of Bob Marley's Stir It Up, which that's another great song. But reggae was not really known in the U.S. widely in the early 70s. Paul Simon introduced the song with Mother and Child Reunion, but it was Johnny Nash and I Can See Clearly that paved the way for Marley and the other reggae stars having so much success. That and Eric Clapton with I Shot the Sheriff in 1973. Oh, okay. I hated that song. But that's a great album. Oh, that's such a good album. Song. But do you like the Bob Marley version? Yes. 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 And I even like the Eric Clapton, but that brought it to the U.S. masses, if Got you will. It. So anyway, Johnny Nash, I know somewhere I can see clearly now is playing right now and maybe we'll play it again for Julia to do an Instagram well, so she can I do sign language. I have to refresh language. my sign language skills. And then, of course, all the um, morning shows did tributes to Eddie Van Halen. Mm-hmm. Um, also, a lot of people on social media. So many people acknowledging such an influence of so many different people. What well, we've heard from country musicians, we've heard from rock musicians, we've heard from other, you know, just I don't know what other kind of music. And he was a wild man. I mean, we're going to do a vintage scandal on some of the Eddie. They were all into massive drugs. Well, that's what rock and roll is. Sex, drugs, and rock and roll, damn it. There's a reason that thing exists. And so um, he was pretty forthcoming about it. I watched on Extra. They had an interview that they said was Eddie Van Halen's last interview in 2017 when something that he did was getting put into the Smithsonian. I should have paid more attention. But he has three patents. I don't know what yeah. they are. I just read that in random ways of playing yesterday. the guitar. But they all had really great, you know, just uh packages. They devoted time to it and everything on all three of the networks. And then uh, Carson Daly, of course, he always, you know, you forget how many music things he knows because he was the host of his Total show request. and then TRL. Total Request Live. I mean, that show, how long was that on, you guys? Forever. And I feel like forever. For a long time. And that was a really, it had a run where, like, it was popular. And I remember going to New York and going by the... Oh, I remember being told I was not allowed to enter... Remember, I, his security oh, yeah. people came after me and and told me to back off. Back off. And back off, little when lady. When I was trying, Carson Daly was playing um, craps, no, blackjack, yes. at the Golden Nugget. Very nice. And we were staying there, mm-hmm. and maybe we had indulged a little bit too much, and you and I had just started our body perk nipple enhancers. And you wanted to show I them off. I wanted to show them to Carson Daly. Who better to get it in the hands of than, PRLs, I, than the Total little... Request Live? And honest to God... TRL for THO. Not only just told the back off. <laughs> did you see what I did there? Yeah. He was like TMI. Yeah. TMI. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Am I for the THOs on TRL? <laughs> but anyway, he did. Yeah, he did have. Uh, he was talking uh, with Hoda and uh, Savannah about, of course, you know the the thing that everyone does love, and we were fascinated when we first heard about that Eddie Van Halen was the instrumental beginning to beat it. The Bad. Michael Jackson, yeah, yeah, I yeah, mean, yeah. From beat the Bad it. Album. Yep. Okay. For Michael Jackson. Mm-hmm. So here's a little Carson story for you. He was the best. A quick story about the solo that he did for Beat It. Man, yeah. this is 1982, right? Van Halen's the biggest rock band in L.A., biggest band in the world. Uh, he gets the call to do this, and he does it for free. Quincy Jones says, come and be on the session with, with Michael in yeah. Westlake. He does it for a case of beer and dance lessons from Michael Jackson. <laughs> and the rumor is that in the studio, Michael walked out for a little while, and Eddie reworked the entire middle section of the song. Rearranged the song. He re- rearranged the middle part of the song, where normally a rock star would walk in, lay down the solo, and leave. And then Michael came back in, and Eddie he had to say, all right, well, I did some yeah. stuff. They played it. Michael loved it, and the rest is history. What, was, what would he be like if he walked in this room today? It, What's it, he like? I met him at MTV a couple times. He walked in my dressing room. He'd light up a smoke. He'd grab my guitar. He gave me a guitar lesson. He had that. I love what Valerie wrote, and God bless you, Valerie. Um, his impish grin. He had this mischievous grin about him with this high-wattage smile. If he walked in here and interacted with us for the next six hours, we would all be telling everybody, man, I met Eddie Van Halen today, and he was the greatest. Uh, he didn't wow. Aww. That's really sweet. Isn't, isn't that it? sweet? It's really sweet. And of course, you know, Case of Beer, right? the rewriting the songs. And Quincy Jones, um, you know, uh, paid tribute to Eddie Van Halen, uh, also acknowledging, you know, how he was just like, yeah, sure, man. Because he's just like, I knew that song needed Something. this fierce. Yeah. And nobody else could play, do what he did. Yep. With the guitar, so he was just you know, and never came, never asked about any money. You know, it was no big deal. He was like happy to do it. I love that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that album sold sixty six million copies? Imagine if, if he asked for like a quarter of a percent. Well, if he imagine, would have gotten that anything, was, that was you know, bad. Yeah. the album bad, right? Uh, that was uh, Thriller. Oh, thriller. that was on Thriller. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Just like Vincent oh, Price with Thriller yes. was offered a back end deal or ten thousand dollars and he was so broke he took the ten grand. Mm. Rocco, doesn't that just make you <laughs> sad? I know. Anyway, people uh are People magazine is reporting that Eddie's family he was very protected during the pandemic or whatever, and it was really like in only the last three days that his organ failed and everything. Just yeah, many people had known for years that he had cancer, but they did, weren't serious. And um, he was diagnosed in two thousand. Yeah. for tongue cancer. Yeah, that's a long time. That's ago. why I was in. I yep. was interested to see the interview with the Smithsonian. He just kind of talked with just a tiny bit of a lisp, and he did have an impish grin. So, anyway, oh. rest in peace, Johnny no Nash and Eddie. No kidding. Van Halen. We come back. We are so excited. We're talking to first-time author Alyssa Sloan for her amazing book, The Unraveling of Cassidy Holmes, one of the hottest books of the fall. Hey everybody, thanks for hanging out with us. We are so excited and delighted. We have Alyssa Sloan with us and she's written 
It's her debut book, but the book is called The Unraveling of Cassidy Holmes. Uh, hi, Alyssa. Thanks hi, Alyssa. for being with us. Hey, thanks for having me. Okay, oh, so this is, uh, we have to tell you the woo-woo connection. So your auntie, um, Shelly, simply Shelly, okay. she knows who she is. Julie and I were meeting at the show, and we both, we had brought in books because we're like, uh, we've got to see who our hot fall books are. And Julia had clipped out something we saw then, Raveling Cassidy Holmes, and then I had something. And then your aunt that same day says, well, I want to just tell you about my niece who has this really cool book. So just like it was meant to be, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So the so same fun. day. So you have to uh, share with people this set up the book and raveling of uh, Cassidy Holmes, because this book was just it was so funny. It was so wonderful. It, I, we just can't we're not even sure how to describe how much we it was great. enjoyed it. Oh, thank you. Well, yeah, um, the idea behind it is that um, this pop group Gloss is huge in like 2002, but they implode when Cassidy, one of the members, leaves, and she doesn't give any explanation why. And 15 years later, she dies by suicide. And so the book is the group's beginnings in 1999 through 2002, and then the lead up to her funeral in 2017. Oh my describing God. what's oh. going on with their lives. And from all so many different perspectives, which I love from well, each past of the four presence. yeah, the yeah. the the band members. And I think, you know, because we love first of all, we're like you, we love reading celebrity gossip. Yeah. You know, we love it brought to mind, <laughs> it made me think of like it made me look at the Spice Girls in a different life. And I thought about you know, Christina Aguilera and Britney Spears and sort of some of the the very early sexualization that goes on with young women in music. And it's just kind of a fascinating, like, it's almost like a roller coaster. And that's the story that you give us. It's, I don't, I don't know. I don't think I could have imagined the way you've written it, but it's really fascinating and good. Well, thanks. <laughs> It's always nice to hear that. <laughs> I mean, it, it was, is because... What gave you the ideas? Because yeah. this is your very first novel. So tell us how you came up with the concept. And, and like we say, the book is so good. It's hard to describe how good it is. But what, how did you come up with that? Um, so I was watching Spice World on my TV. <laughs> yes. Um, and this is around the same time that um, Mel B, Scary Spice, mm-hmm. was going through like a really bad dysfunctional relationship that was in all the tabloids yes Um, with belafonte three sums uh it that was really salacious Mm -hmm. yeah it was terrible and so i was thinking how interesting it was that like 1997 mel b wasn't really aware of what 2014 mel b would be going through Mm -hmm. and so i started thinking what would happen if um, there was a girl group that was really big back in the 2000s that ended up with some sort of horrible thing happening to them in the future. And I was like, what would be the worst thing that could happen? Someone could die. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where it came from. And, and you know, you're writing it the same day. And you do say that, you know, I love your author's note right in the beginning, you know, that this has the unraveling of Cassidy Holmes, but that the book has triggering elements, you know, talking about suicide and depression and, you know, uh, 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 you know, sexual assault. So it's weird, you know, that we're saying how much 
we like the book, you know, when you when it, when you first read that or you think about that. But I think it's the way that you, it, the story felt so real, and you really felt the connection with each of the girls. You know, like the gal uh, Yumi, who got nicknamed Tasty Glass. Yes, I mean it just yeah. was. I mean to me, I I felt like. It, when we read um, Daisy Jones and the Six, Six and we yes. had to Google to see if the band was real or not, this band yeah. felt so real to me, Elisa. Alyssa. Elisa. Elisa. Okay, sorry. I mean, I really, yeah. it felt real that way. Awesome. Yeah. Well, I'm glad that it resonated with you. Okay, I have a question. Is your auntie listening in Minnesota? Um, I told her that she was that she should listen. So what's hopefully her, what, she's listening. What's her name? Shelly. Shelly. All right. So sensible <laughs> Shelly. That's right. So you can say hi to her. Simply okay. Shelly. Simply Shelly. Okay. So in, in really one of the other things that I thought was really interesting and, and we see a lot of this and hear a lot about more are the cover-ups and there's a massive cover-up where someone takes the fall for something that isn't the same person that should have taken the, the fall PR for machine. it. And how um, Cassidy wasn't allowed to have her PR people, you know, change the the, the narrative, the, the narrative, and how scary mm-hmm. that is when something just takes off like that that isn't true. I thought that was really yeah. interesting, and I think you see a lot of that in social media now and some some other things. So I thought that was a great concept. We're just in love with your book, honey. <laughs> it would be a great book club discussion book because there's just so many different layers to it. It would be a great TV series. Are you kidding me? The CW needs to option this. <laughs> if you would approve of that. Or yeah, HBO, totally or you would approve of that. I mean, did you research the lives of real, you know, did you look at pop, pop stars? stars? You know, did you like read people's memoirs or read stories? Because there's a very interesting story in the Atlantic today about Britney. There's so much that goes in the packaging of people. Mm-hmm. So I was. Yeah, I did. I read you a did? bunch of um, memoirs and stuff, including Victoria Beckham's. So it was Posh Spices. Memoir. Okay. <laughs> what do you think she thinks of her son getting his girlfriend's, his fiance's eyes tattooed on the back of his neck? Oh. Did you oh. see that yesterday? No, I did not see that. Oh, but... we're just we're just teasing anyway. <laughs> I, 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 Alyssa is doing, how are you doing? Like, okay, this is your first book. Normally you would be going out on book tours, seeing people in person. I mean, how are you finding the experience of, you know, talking about your book and doing it, you know, phones, calls and Zoom? Is it okay? Are you all right with it? Yeah, I'm more of an introvert. So not having to really look people in the eye is great for me. Okay, good. (laughs) Well, see, there you go. So this, it does work out for some people. You know, the the book is also trade paperback, which we love more than anything because it's so light and easy to read. <laughs> read. We And I want you to know, um, I listened to the book as well. Um, so oh, I, had, I had both perspectives. Did you like the narrator? I did. Okay, good. But I, but I think this is a book I liked reading more than that because when you switch off from the different people that are um, introducing each thing, I think this is more of... It, the reading of it is so pleasurable. Yeah, I don't know if that makes sense because some books are so much easier. I to became to. very fond of these yes. ladies. So the book the is the glossies. Yes, the unraveling of Cassidy Holmes. <laughs> You're Alyssa Sloan, um, R. Sloan, a first-time um, novelist, and we think you're going to have just amazing okay, success. Okay, you got to tell us, and Alyssa. So you're an introvert. This is your first book. You've probably read a lot of books. What was the book? 
that sealed the deal for you that made you become a reader when you were a kid? Um, probably A Little Princess by Frances Hodgson oh, Yes. Wow. Mm-hmm. And what's what's the book that you're reading right now? Right now, um, I'm in between books because oh. I'm trying to brainstorm a new book. <laughs> oh, okay. well, we have one for you. Maybe you've oh, already yeah. read it. It's called The Invisible Life of Addie LaRue. Oh, I just got that one. Yeah, it's... You're going to love it. I just can tell you that with a thousand percent assurance, just the way I think I can tell people about the unraveling life of Cassidy Holmes. They will uh, enjoy reading this book, your book too. Really. Excellent. It's that good. Okay, so so what... What, uh, I mean, this book has got it because it's been everywhere. You know, you've gotten, maybe your people are keeping this from you, all the buzz about your book because you're an inter- introvert. But I mean, has Reese Witherspoon optioned? Who has optioned uh, your book? So far, no one has optioned the book. All right. I, we're going to tw- still open. <laughs> okay. We're going to tweet Reese Witherspoon. Okay. We, we give her gentle book suggestions. A lot. We're kind of <laughs> not, no, not a lot. We don't do it with every author. I just want you to know we do it like with maybe every 15 or 20. So it's kind of a lot. You know, it's good company. I know. We're, <laughs> listen, Alyssa, thank you so much. The book is The Unraveling of Cassidy Holmes. We can't wait to read your next book. This is just a wonderful interesting captive read it thank you for entertaining us you're doing a great job and we're so excited for your success thank you so much absolutely and sensible shelly thanks for hanging out with us but listen we've got sensible it's simply shelly simply i thought it was sensible shelly we've got three (laughs) copies of the book to give away um give us a buzz at 651-641-1071 we'll get in the mail and when we come back bye Alyssa. bye Alyssa. music 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 Ooh, all right, so um, the books are gone, people. Thank you. Yes. It's it's a trade paperback, so it's affordable to buy. The unraveling of Cassie D. Jones. I know Alyssa. She was so she was nervous. She well, she you, was an introvert. She yeah, told us that. I know she was darling. At one though. point, did she say her name was Elisa? Well, maybe but Alyssa. Who, Alyssa, that would listening, and you know, <laughs> yeah, my, Alyssa, my Alyssa. My headsets only work part of the time. <laughs> Alyssa, I mean, and on the book she says R, you know, so I never know when someone does their middle initial on the book if they want to be called that. I had someone last week, Lori, while you were gone. Um, you had a book. What book was it? What book was that? Oh, for God's sake! Oh, it was uh, Jenna takes a yeah. ball. Yes, and she wanted to be called A R. Right. Taylor. I think it was A.R. Taylor. Um, and and I know what her real name is, you know, right. but she just said, told Rocco, just have her call me that. And I'm like, Fine. A.R. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, if that's the name on the book. So mm-hmm. I didn't know. I should have had Rocco ask, is it Alyssa, Alisa? And then does she like the R? Alicia. And then um, she's just so cute. She's so cute. Yeah, anyway. darling. Anywho, anyway, anywho. I've already tweeted Reese, by the way. Lori, you're so good at that. I, I love doing my just my little you know, whatever that is. I just sure that Reese is going to pick well, up the all, all You know that. the reason why? Because Reese optioned Daisy Jones and the Six. Oh, she did. Yes. And even though the books are in two different eras, but Daisy Jones and the Six, you know, about the girl group in the 70s, you know, different time or whatever. Oh, yeah. I just kind of think. It's kind yeah. of that whole vibe, the whole, and really so much Hollywood speaking that's happening as far as having... You know, uh, 
faux romances and the cleanups and having convenient, easy boyfriends or girlfriends yes. from your past who knew you when. Like yes. that, that even that kind of a beard friendship can work in. Oh, for crying out loud, Laurie. Wow. I mean, you know, I love I all this stuff. I don't like everything being pulled back. I still like to live in my little la la land a little bit, Pollyanna. Well, and yeah, I know. I you know, know you I do. do. I okay. don't want to know the truth about everything. Fine. Well, here, I'm going to tell you. handle the truth. I'm going to tell Now, I know this story. You're not going to remember this, I don't How think. Do you but know? Well, maybe you will, but it's we we get confirmation a, a few years ago. There was a hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Album, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson. Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Story, and I'm talking four or five years ago, okay. where that Ed Sheeran got his face sliced or cut by a drunk Sword wield, wielding Princess Eugenie or I Beatrice? It. I love it. Eugenie. Beatrice. Beatrice. Eugenie. Yeah. Um, that that, that that there was some kind of a thing at a castle, mm. you know, like some kind Suddenly of a place. There's a knight there and there's a sword. Hungard. Ed Sheeran. Do you remember this, Racco? Ed Sheeran never I don't remember. confirmed I it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Never confirmed it. But you know that never one denied. that my mm-hmm. one one of my favorite bloggers that Laney yep, yep, Laney yep, yep, Gossip, yep. they always do everything. So Anyway, so the story goes that it was Princess Beatrice, Ed Sheeran, and James Blunt were all getting blotto at the Royal Lodge of Windsor, the home of Beatrice's trashy father, Prince Andrew. And, um, (laughs) no, that's what I call him. And, uh, Apparently, they were just like fooling around, and she picked a sword up off of the wall as they happened to be at a lodge hanging over a fireplace, as one can imagine. Mm -hmm. And she kind of went like that. Sure. And she slashed. I'm very grateful swords haven't been around us. Ed Sheeran. Face. Face Uh across the cheek. Ouch. And, And apparently, she, James Blunt, Never said anything, but the the rumor was that Beatrice was inconsolable, that her grandmother would find out, that anyone that they were sure, drinking, that she sure. picked up the she sword. Was being naughty. Talk about you know, like you then you know you get in big trouble. You know she's thinking of that because she knows even though she's a granddaughter, she doesn't even get royal granddaughterly duties. She, no, she doesn't. She has to work like a regular person. So anyway, Ed was immediately taken to the hospital where he got stitches, and he had a facial scar for quite some time. 
Mm-hmm. That was visible. Visible above his beard. Yes. Right. And because he's a ruddy, you know, he's got he that is, complexion, yeah, whatever. And so the his uh, his manager, um, his longtime manager, Stuart Camp, is finally confirming the incident. And it's an interview with The Telegraph. And he said, he said, um, according to him, the sh- royal shockingly wanted to sweep the sword play under the rug. And the manager, he said, I got quite protective over that. He got a phone call from the palace afterward. And and he said, well, I wasn't going to tell the story. And he said, well, you know, well, because we've never commented on it, we want you to say the same and that it wasn't her and that it was somebody else. And he said, well, we're not telling anyone. I'm not lying just because right. someone's a bleeping idiot because... Right. Anyway, they he just they kept it quiet, but he was just he didn't really like how the pa- palace handled it. And Beatrice never contacted Ed Sheeran to apologize or anything. Nothing. Okay, that's that's horrible. Okay, there you he go. He gets sliced. He got sliced in the face. Beatrice should have apologies, flowers, cake. Yep. What else, Rocco? Yeah, I mean, if it weren't he's kind of a beardy guy, right? I mean, you can hide a scar like that. Well, but and he kept somebody in, else. He, he might have wrecked his getting, career. They were getting phone calls because the story was out. You can imagine how how many people that just worked at the Royal Windsor that worked for Prince Andrew, as Ed Sheeran's getting taken out the back, and the sword and all the booze is laying around. And they don't know if it's eight inches. Is it close to his eye? You can imagine the blotto. Oh, this is something, but never to apologize. Yeah, yeah. Well, she probably didn't want the paper trail. She's got. They know how to do code royal names. Mm-hmm. This is from you know Madam Grasshopper. They can send it oh, from some it. other person. You know what I'm saying? What would your code name be, Rocco? <laughs> Mr. Grasshopper. Mr. Grasshopper. <laughs> Anyway, he, they a did. Grasshopper came into a bar once. <laughs> she slashed it in 2016, and James Blunt has confirmed the same. I mean, you know, he oh, never wanted something. to say anything. Right, that's in the all right, I have all right. All right, so one, I just got to give you an update on Kelly Clarkson, okay? Because I okay, do, I do know all the stuff about the talk shows host and Kelly Clarkson. The talk show host with who knows the most about talk. That's shows. right. Kelly is looking so adorable. Her style. Like she got rid of the stylist that her husband hired for Whoever her. Never styled her last year. And was now outrageous. she's doing more like what looks good. Her hair is just curly. Her, uh, she's wearing stuff at the place on her waistline that feels natural. It's supposed to weigh up high under which, the boobs, yeah, which she, she had a mean it. stylist making. I mean, nobody wants to wear a belt under their boobs. I'm just yes. anyway. The song she played first cut is the deepest. You got it. It's. The cover of Cheryl right. Cheryl uh, Crow made this hit. I would have given you all of my heart. Oh, you know she's singing about her husband. This, this is Kelly Clarkson. Who's torn it apart. Oh, everything. Sings everything. And he's taking just all that I had. But if you want to try to love again. I mean, this song will make you cry. I want the covers of her. Baby, yeah. I'll try. Oh my gosh. This is listen to this part. I love her voice. Anyway, she's looking great and the song was, you know, she has her audience back to picking her songs, but you know who wrote this song? Who? 
First cut is the deepest. Rod Stewart? No. Oh. oh. No, I think he covered it, though. One more guess, Julia. It's not Elvis Presley. It's someone we know. It's going to be obvious. No, I don't know All that right. it would be obvious. Right, I was shocked. Year. Just give me the year. Um, well, I don't know when the song was well, just, written because... Give me the year. Uh, Bob Dylan. No, Cat Stevens wrote First really? Cut oh. is the Deepest, which is why I think you Rod suck. Stewart covered um, it and... Other people, but I don't really... I don't ever remember Cat Stevens singing this, and I know Cat Stevens. Yeah, but maybe he wrote it, and other... Maybe Rod Stewart recorded it first, and then Sheryl Crow, and anyway, that's that just was kind of a good right. music. Blackheart, are you going to find I, it? I think I'm, I'm going to skip ahead here. Did you know that, that he wrote Wait that Is this Cat Stevens? Well, that's mm-hmm. sorry. The, the wrap up music started. I'll find yeah. it later. All right. Um, but, but yeah. Yeah. Let's play that. Well, I never look heard at that. that. That's a good one. But wasn't Kelly so. Oh, she's so good. She, I'm telling you, she could make a ton of money if she put all those covers on iTunes. We'd buy them. I know. She does amazing covers. All right. When we come back, Lori, you're going to be sad that something is no longer on the market that you've been wanting to buy wow. for years. You've been wanting for years. This holiday season, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. And take your workout to the next level with accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, a heart rate monitor, cycling shoes, and more. Peloton, motivation that moves you. This limited time offer ends December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com to learn more. All access membership separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com.